2,500 years ago, war strategist and author Sun Tzu in his book, The Art of War had this to say. He said, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory, but tactics without strategy is the noise before the defeat. Welcome to another snackable version of the Marketing Your Practice podcast. In today's episode, we're gonna talk all about the important difference between strategy and tactics. Now, barely a week goes by that I don't have someone reaching out to me wanting to know the latest tactics to attract people from Instagram or Facebook or the latest tactics to create a patient attracting video. Now, as Sun Tzu said very eloquently at the beginning of this episode, that when we have tactics without strategy, that is just the noise before the defeat. So tactics without strategy simply doesn't work. Last week, I was chatting to one of my coaching clients and he was putting together all of these videos, had these videos to later, does really wonderful work with pregnant mums and newborn babies there too, and was just about to record all of these videos, but he'd forgotten the important step of taking a step back and working out what his strategy was. Now, strategy describes the destination and how we're gonna get there. Tactics are the actual steps along the way. Now, what I wanna do in this episode here is, first of all, I wanna share some strategies with you, and then we'll jump our way into some tactics that might be helpful in, yes, helping you attract more new patients into your practice, that might be helpful in positioning you as the expert or the go-to authority in your practice. So once we start to understand this journey through here, your tactics will be much more successful. But also, many times, practitioners, chiropractors, naturopaths, you guys get stuck just on the strategy as well. And your strategy might be this, I'm going to just attract patients in from word of mouth, or I'm going to just build it and they will come. I'll let the universe take care of this too. Strategies are great, but we need to be following up with some action steps underneath it because a referral practice, uh, an internal referral practice only, is just a strategy. There are tactics that you have to do to actually bring that into existence. So when I think about strategy, if I can be so cheeky as to suggest that there should be one overarching principle that should be at the very top of the strategy that you're trying to employ, to deploy in your community. And it's just simply this, and you've heard me say it a million times, maybe not a million times, I've said it a lot of times though, and that is this, the more people in your community that know you, like you, and trust you, the busier your practice will be. Now that's a strategy, okay? It's an overarching strategy that says, what I'm going to be trying to be doing is getting more people knowing me, liking me, and trusting me. Now, there are very specific tactics that we have to uh, use in order to get more people to know you, to like you, and trust you. There are very specific steps that we need to take. So we can't just have a strategy without any tactics. Now, once we have that as a foundation, then there's another strategy that I like to kind of uh, piggyback on top of that, and it comes from the great Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar had this to say, he says, you'll get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. Now, if I look at this as far as a strategy goes, and I wanted to use a one-worder to describe that strategy, it would be generosity. So part of my generosity, or part of my, my strategy with my marketing, is I'm just going to be incredibly generous. Now, many of you are using those two strategies, but if there's a mistake, 
that you're making with those is that we try and move too quickly. Now again, you've heard me speak beforehand that when I think about marketing, I think about it a bit like a dating process. We can't walk into a bar and go up to the first pretty guy or girl and ask them to marry you and expect that to be a successful strategy. We need to start slowly. And the truth of the matter is with trust continuing to decline, particularly online, it takes longer now than it did 12 months ago for us to build that knowing, liking and trusting. The other challenge that we tend to have with those first two strategies can be this. Last week I was talking to a mentor or coach of mine, Nicholas, and he said this statement that has really had me think, I've been thinking nonstop about it because it's a big mistake. As soon as he said, I went, oh, we make this mistake all the time as health practitioners. Here's what Nick had to say. He said, general is the death of all things and specific is the pathway to success. So when we're thinking about being generous with what we're sharing, we forget this. Nobody out there is really looking for a chiropractor, a naturopath. Nobody's out there looking for a Chinese medicine practitioner. What people are looking for is for solutions to their problem. So we need to stop trying to sell chiropractic and Chinese medicine. We need to stop selling dentistry, stop selling our profession and start to see ourselves as problem solvers. Now that in fact in itself is part of a strategy as well. But let me dive into that. So let's think about, you know, here in Australia over this last 12 months, we've had a really rough ride with regards to some of the registration bodies particularly in regards to chiropractors seeing kids. So there's very few people I would imagine right now in the community thinking, hmm, I need to find a chiropractor for my children. In fact, the media has done a good job pushing them away from that. But I'll tell you what there is in your community. There's probably hundreds of families right now that are asking this question. How do I raise a drug-free, healthy family? And now what they don't know is that they don't know that you as a naturopath or you as a chiropractor, a Chinese med practitioner, perhaps a holistic dentist, they don't know that you're the solution for that because they often don't link those two things together. So the way that we link them together is we stop talking about chiropractic and we start creating content. That's a tactic that I'm talking about here. We'll talk more about that in a moment. We start creating content that actually solves that problem. Now, when we do that, we have a whole bunch more people raising their hand. Now that's what helps us to be successful. But if we didn't have that strategy overarching it, then we're going about the wrong tactic. Our tactic is that we spend all this time talking about chiropractic or naturopathy, Chinese medicine, those kind of things. Now I have another strategy here that's also important if you're wanting to see success. And I think not just success in your marketing, but I think success in your practice, success in your life, success in your relationships. And I learned this four years ago, a couple of days before my 40th birthday. My good friend took me skydiving. And when he took me skydiving, I've always wanted to skydive. I um, I bungee jumped. I, I've forgotten how many times I've bungee jumped, but it's, it's probably close to 20 times, maybe even more. I had a good friend of mine who used to work at a bungee jumping place. And often I could kind of call in there on the way home from work and we would do a couple of jumps. You know, we would do the backwards ones, the forwards ones, tandem ones, you name it. I've done numerous different bungee jumps. So I wasn't at all scared about the whole uh, skydiving thing. I was super excited about it. But I started to become really aware of my physiology as I turned up to the skydiving place. And I realized along the way, there are a series of commitments. And each of these commitments actually has you taking a step forwards and they're bigger commitments. The first commitment that you do is you have to fill in all your forms, your name, your details, sign your life away. Next commitment that you need to do is that you need to uh, get yourself changed. The next commitment that I had to do after that was kind of strap myself to some guy behind me. That's quite a commitment. Then after that, we hopped ourselves into the plane. So these commitments are kind of getting bigger along the way. 
The interesting thing about all these commitments so far is that every one of these commitments that I've taken so far, um, I could reverse out of. I could back out of them at any stage. I could raise my hand and say, this is not for me. I don't want to do this. And I got to tell you, I had those feelings running through me the whole time. I was so overwhelmed with fear and I get quite interested in these things. I was watching myself with a fear and normally I can breathe and calm myself down, but I couldn't even get close to doing it. Now, as those commitments started to grow, the plane leveled out to its, uh, its proper altitude. The door opened and I watched the first couple of people jump out. And then came the time for this. It came the time that I needed to make a commitment that was unback outable. Like once I got to the edge of the plane there and we jumped out, at that moment through there, I had to be 100% committed. And the truth is, if you're to have successful with the strategies that I've talked about so far, if you're to have success with your marketing and you're going to be solving problems, you need to be as committed as I was jumping out of that airplane to actually making a difference to the lives of the people who you're serving in your community. Now, if you just bring commitment, that level of commitment, the strategy that says I'm committed to having more people know me, like me and trust me and I'm going to be generous, then it almost doesn't matter what tactics that you take. If that's your driving force behind it, notice Sun Tzu had said at the start, he said, if you have strategy without tactics, you'll get there. It's just really slow. But if you have tactics without strategy, it's defeat. So if you're going to be focusing on one part of the strategy and the tactics, then you've got to have your strategy nailed. And so the strategy and summary that I'm suggesting that you have is be generous, be committed to getting and having more people know you, like you and trust you, and be committed to being committed. I'm not sure if you can do that, but 100% like that. Once you jump out of the plane, there's no stepping back. Now, once you've done that, the next thing that we need to start to think about really is we now need to start to think about tactics. What are the tactics that will make those strategies more impactful for you? And I touched on one of these beforehand because it's also a, a, stra a tactic. Oh, man, there's all this strategy and tactic stuff. It's a mouthful there too. So if I'm confusing you, hold on in there. Or maybe this might be a, literally, I'm going to suggest this is probably a two times listen through because it's, this is the biggest mistakes that we make is in terms of getting these concepts mixed up inside of there. But I started to talk before that one of the tactics that you're going to have there is that you're going to stop talking about your profession. You're going to start solving problems. You know, I'm going to be committed to be making the lives of people better. Now, you can't be expected to make the lives of everybody better in your community. So one of the tactics that I'm going to suggest that you do, and possibly whether it be over the next 12 months, <clears throat> excuse me, or whether it be over the next 12 weeks, is just focus on a particular group. Who's your commitment to? Is your commitment to solving problems for athletes? Is your commitment to solving people with headaches, migraines? Is your commitment to solving problems for mums who are newly pregnant? Now, whoever it is, just commit to focusing on that group. It's the best way to kind of break through the noise. And for many of you, the thought of minimizing things down into just one group can be a little bit overwhelming. It's like, I wanna work with lots of people. Great, you'll get to work with lots of people, but at least for the next 12 weeks, let's just focus on one person. And what you're gonna do with that group, tactic number two, is that you're gonna create really high value content, content that solves a problem for them. Now, when you start solving problems for people in your community, the thing that'll happen is you'll build massive amounts of trust. Remember, we want people to know us, like us, and trust us. And this process of knowing and liking is incredibly elevated and accelerated when we just start helping people solve their problems. So if we go back to that person that might have the migraine headaches, 
What video or blog or post could you create that gets them a step closer to having less of those headaches? You know, could you talk to them about a proper way to do a water detox? You know, what foods are often associated with headaches? Maybe you could teach a really simple breathing uh, meditation to them. There are numerous things that you could share on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram in a minute or less that'll get that person one step closer to them getting the health outcomes that they want. So our strategy, our, sorry, our first tactic, there I go again, our first tactic is we're going to focus just on a group of people for this next 12 weeks. Our second tactic that we're going to do is we're going to create content that solves problems for these people. Now, after that, I want you to start to get a bit fancier because if you just do those two, that's the spot. So level one. But for those of you that are, uh, you know, advanced students and you want to go a little bit further than that, then what I want you to do, one of the difficulties with social media nowadays is simply this, is that it's, it's such a busy platform is it's really hard to have ongoing conversations because it flows through like a really fast river. So we often get missed inside it. Now, the way to uh, get yourself in front of these people more often, there's two ways. We can pay to get in front of them. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Or we can start to get people's email addresses. Now, when you get an email address of somebody, not only can we communicate with them on social media, but we can send them an email once a week, once a fortnight, once a month. And email, and I'll talk about that in a subsequent episode, maybe even next. I've got some outlines of what I want to talk about on the next episode. I'm going to talk to you about why you should be using email and how to be using email effectively so you can be having more ongoing conversations. But in essence, what we want to create is a nice ethical bribe. What's a high quality piece of content, maybe a PDF, a checklist, a video that you can say to somebody, hey, listen, give me your name and email address and I'll send you over to this other piece of content. The benefit of that is, as I mentioned before, is it gives us more opportunities to actually follow up with people afterwards. And then remember this, we want people to know you, like you and trust you. And the more often that you're in front of somebody, the more likely they are to know you. So these are the tactics that we're heading towards for know, like and trust. Now, the next tactic that I want you to be thinking about is simply this, is I want you to be deploying a paid advertising strategy. I mentioned before that social media is so incredibly busy, it's easy to get lost. Now, you can break through a bit of that noise by spending just a dollar a day. So your great content that you create, simply hit the boost button underneath it and boost it out to your local area. Now, for those of you that are in a more rural area, then you're probably thinking about that six mile, 10 kilometer radius. For those of you that are in busy inner city areas, it's probably half that distance. Boost it out, just spend a dollar a day. For most of you, and from the clients that I kind of coach around the world, most of you, a dollar a day is gonna get you in front of anywhere between another 700 and 7,000 people. Imagine that, imagine being able to put your video in front of another 700 to 7,000 people for just a buck. Do that for a week. Now these tactics, okay, let's go over them again. The tactics are, is that we're gonna focus on just one group of people for the next 12 weeks. We're going to create content that solves their problem. We're gonna to put together an ethical bribe in exchange for an email address so we can follow up with them afterwards. And then finally, we're gonna employ or deploy a paid advertising strategy, a dollar a day so we can get in front of more people. These tactics built on the strategies of having more people know you, like you and trust you and being incredibly generous will be the fastest path for you at the end of 2019 and into 2020, positioning you and your practices as the community influencers, as a place to be, building authority and building expertise so you can be saving more lives. So my encouragement to you is get to work, start to actually put this stuff into 
play. It's one thing knowing it, it's another thing actually starting to get this into play. Now, if you've got questions about this, then reach out to me on the social media platforms in around the podcast. There's plenty of spots that you know that you can find me so I can help you get this into play for 2020. Now, this episode will be coming out sometime before Christmas and I'm going to ask something for you. If this is your first episode or if this is your 80th episode and you're enjoying it, can I ask a favor, please? Can you head on over to your podcast platform of choice? Can you give me a rate and a review? The rating review helps for this simple reason. The more ratings and the more reviews that I actually have, it also really helps me with getting guests onto the show. So I can have high quality guests, so I can continue to make a better show for you also. So one of the things that some of the bigger name guests look at is, what kind of reviews? Is it a good show? How many people watch it? All those kind of things there. And if you can take just 30 seconds to go to your podcast app of choice, give me a rating, give me a review, that will really help me help you even more. So until next time, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. See you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.